Hey, let's turn our attention to some tennis now. US Open in full swing at the moment. We've got a great final week to look forward to. A couple of Aussies still remain in the tournament. We'll get through uh, those and uh, all the latest at this year's US Open with the CEO of Tennis West. Joining us down the line now is Brett Patton. Brett, good afternoon. Matty, good afternoon. Wonderful result overnight with Nick Kyrgios and obviously Alia Tomjanovic, two former boyfriend and girlfriends, believe it or not. Mm. So they're both in the quarterfinals. I think it's the first time in 28 years we've had a male and female quarterfinal stage at the US Open. So exciting times ahead. What did you think of Nick's performance today against the world number one, Daniil Medvedev? Or he won't be the world number one any longer. It'll go to Rafael Nadal. But, uh, geez, a great performance by Nick, winning in four sets, 7-6-3-6-6-3-6-2. Great result. Got the wood over Daniel Medvedev as Nick Curry. I think he leads 4-1 in head-to-head. We saw him defeat him in Washington only a few weeks ago. But he cracks into the top 20. And if he goes all the way through, believe it or not, he could find himself in the top 10 for the very first time. Kyrgios really in just rare form, isn't he? Playing wonderful tennis. He loves the big stage. And this is the best he's ever done at the US Open. And, you know, he's just putting everything on display. I think by his own admission, he says that the team around him now really grounded him, calmed him down. Funny enough, I'm sitting with the CEO of ACT Tennis, Kim Cashel, and he was across there sitting courtside in Wimbledon. And he said he's a different man, is Nick Kyrgios now. He's got himself a new team and a new girlfriend, and he's enjoying, you know, certainly this newfound sense of freedom uh, and maturity on the court. Did you catch the point uh, where he ran across the net and wasn't, uh, you know, didn't receive the, the point? It went to Medvedev. Uh, Nick felt it should have been his. Did you, did you catch that point today? Yeah, I did see that. It was fascinating, wasn't it? But uh, certainly... Um, it was the umpire was right. You can't sort of do that. Run across the the net and then hit a ball. He did it for more for show. Centre court mm. there at the uh, Ash Stadium, but you know it was entertaining. Uh, albeit that he did lose the point. It was a pretty crucial state. Start of the third set, and he decided to do that. But you know Nick's an entertainer, and you know, he really just played up for the crowd, and he loves doing that. Main stage, biggest court in the world, and uh, prime time at the US Open. So why not put on a little bit of a show? You mentioned he's sort of changed in attitude, changed in form a little bit as well, could see himself into the top 10 for the first time ever. Does he have what it takes to go on and win his first ever Grand Slam? I was kind of critical of Nick uh, a couple of years ago. I, I felt that he understood his brand, and his brand was never going to be a Grand Slam champion. He was doing really well at the 500 and the ATP 250 level, but probably didn't have it over seven matches across five sets, across two weeks of the Grand Slam, to win a Grand Slam, but gee whiz, I think after the run at Wimbledon, getting through to that final, losing to Novak, but coming out and smoking in that first set, and now at the US Open, defeating the number one player in the world, second time he's beat the number one player in the world, he beat Rafa Nadal back in Wimbledon many, many years ago when he burst onto the scene, So, and he's beat all the best players in the world, if you look at his head-to-head against Novak and Roger and Rafa and, and Andy, and now Daniel Medvedev, you know, he... He knows he can match it with the best players in the world, and this just give him an added bonus in far as confidence is concerned. So, look, he comes up against Karen Kachanov in the quarterfinals. They had a marathon five set at the Australian Open only a few years ago, and I'm expecting that he'll go into this, you know, with a head full of confidence. He's playing incredible tennis, very relaxed. Doesn't seem to be uh, spending too much time on the court. He's got a big serve. You know, he's not he's protecting his service games quite easily, and then he can sort of go after the returner serve. So, I'm predicting that he'll, you know, again probably be the fancy to go into this match against Kachanov and, and hopefully he can get through because the draw really does open up 
for him at the top half of the US Open men's draw at the moment. And but still, you know, if he's going to go all the way, there's one bloke called Rafael Nadal. He's still cool. find himself in the bottom half of the draw. And, you know, Rafa's year has been simply outstanding. And he's just setting record after record. So there's still a lot of tennis to be played out. Yeah, who do you like on that other side? I mean, Rafa, he takes on Francis Tiafo uh, overnight. And Carlos Alcaraz, the number three seed, will take on Martin Silic. Uh, Yannick Sinner playing some pretty good tennis at the moment too. So who do you like on the other side of the tournament there? Well, Alcaraz, uh, Marian Cilic, I mean, he's having a bit of a resurgence late in his career as well. Uh, Rafa Nadal, obviously. You know, Carl, uh, Alcaraz has got a win against Rafa Nadal this year already. So, the, you know, if they are destined to potentially meet each other in a quarter or a semi, but I do like Rafa Nadal. I just think he's playing incredible tennis. Uh, he knows he's only got a couple more years probably really left on the tour, and he's making every post a winner at this stage and you know I think he's looking to you know, extend his win-loss career there at the US Open but I do like Rafa at the bottom half of the draw mm. probably the two Spanish boys Alcaraz and or Rafa to get through to the final I think that bottom half of the draw. Before we turn our attention to the women's side of the tournament um, Nick Kyrgios he's competing in the doubles as well alongside Tanasi Kokonakis uh, they'll compete overnight as well and uh, could be on a collision course with the other Aussie boys in Max Purcell and Matty Ebden, what are your thoughts on the men's doubles? Yeah, wouldn't that be exciting? Uh, Matty Purcell, uh, Matty Ebden and, of course, Max Purcell, they're doing incredibly well. Matty Ebden's also through to the quarterfinals of the mixed doubles with Sam Stozer and, you know, Tanasi Kokonakis and Nick Kyrgios. They do play outstanding doubles together, obviously winning the Australian Open at the start of the year, defending Matt and, and Max. And if they're in the collision course, oh, I, like the, I really like the matchup with Matt and Max, I think. They're playing really inspired doubles, so I think they're probably in the career-best form. I certainly see that with Matt on a doubles court. I mean, he's in probably the best condition I've ever seen him physically. He's a new father now, and he's travelling the world with his beautiful wife, Kimmy, and his young boy. So, you know, he's enjoying his time out on tour, and he's still probably got another three, four, five years left in him. And, and Max Purcell, he's just a young up-and-coming athlete, but, gee whiz, what a, what a career he's got ahead of him. Already making it through to, I think, three Grand Slam finals in doubles, winning one at Wimbledon only a matter of a few months ago. Look, I'm picking Matt and Max. I think they've got a lot to prove. They're trying to vie to get into that Turin Championship, top eight doubles pairing. And I think that they um, will probably get the chocolates and hopefully go deep again in this particular tournament. All right. Well, we're speaking with Brett Patton here on Sports Drive this afternoon. Brett, another great win for an Aussie today. It was Isla Tomlanovic in the women's side of the draw, defeating Samsonova 7-6-6-1. But she didn't have it all her way, struggled early, although was able to come back, win that tiebreaker, and then had it uh, a pretty comfortable second set in the end. Um, so a straight sets victory for Ola Tomlanovic. She moves through to the, to the quarterfinals. And we'll go down in history as being last person to beat mm. the great Serena Williams at the US Open. And I think that match just really gave her a sense of belief. I mean, not only was she playing Serena, but she was playing a fifteen to 17,000 full stadium there at Arthur Ashe. You know, they're all baying for blood really, against Alia Tomjanovic. Every point that she lost, they were cheering. Every double fault, every fault, they were cheering. So for her to be able to compose herself and really get through that match in three sets, and particularly the way she finished off 6-1 in that third set, you know what, I just think she's found an inner belief. Now, I've always believed she's a top 20 player in the world, and she's had terrific results over the last 18 months. So expecting Alia Tomjanovic, you know, the quarterfinals, this would be a nice springboard for her. I'm predicting bigger things for her, certainly, at this tournament. So fingers mm. crossed. Just on Serena Williams, we've had a few on the text line over the past week or so, Brett, in regards to Serena and where she, where she ranks all time. 
Where where would you have her sitting amongst the all-time greats? Oh, well, as far as Grand Slams are concerned, she's one behind the great Margaret Court. But I, for me, I think Steffi Graf, Martina Navratilova, I think they're probably heading... Probably just half a head ahead of Serena. I think if you look at the quality of the players that Martina and Steffi Graf were playing back in their heyday, you look at the great Chris Everett, you look at Steffi, you look at Martina. I mean, there was a, just all Hall of Famers, all Hall of Champions compared to sort of the, I guess, the players in the generation that Serena came through. I mean, she doesn't hold the most weeks at number one. She certainly holds sort of the second most Grand Slams, only one ahead of Steffi Graf. But uh, for me, it's Steffi and Martina. But her legacy as far as opening doors up to young African-American girls to equality, to pay equality. I think she's made incredible inroads into, you know, making sure that we're putting tennis on the map for all the right reasons. And, you know, love her or hate her, um, her performance on the court at times can be questionable. But uh, she certainly has created a legacy for all those young athletes coming through to want to pick up a racket, get onto a tennis court and play the great game of tennis. So she's certainly in the top couple. There's no question about it. All right. Uh, outside of Isla Tom Lanovich, who do you like in the women's draw? Brett, Iga Shriontek still playing some great tennis, the number one seed. Ons Jabeur, great win today. Coco Goff travelling well, the United States player there, as well as Jessica Pagula uh, and Danielle Collins. So uh, still a couple of hometown favourites over in the US travelling. Who do you like, like in the Pagula. women's? I like yeah. Jessica Pagula, I think uh, she's been playing incredible tennis for the last few years and setting herself up for a really good run here at the US Open. I do like... Iga Svitek, I think she's playing inspired tennis as well. Number one player in the world. Hasn't lost too many matches this year. Um, but Pagula, I think as a dark horse or Svitek, I think they're the two that really, if I was a puncher and I'm not, I'd probably have a cheeky couple of dollars on one of those two. But, you know, Svitek right now for me is probably the favourite. Just keep an eye on Jessica Pagula because uh, she potentially could do some things here at the US Open. Brett, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for your time. Can't wait to see how the rest of the US Open plays out. Always happy to chat tennis with you, Matty. Thanks, mate. Thank you. There he goes, Brett Patton, CEO of Tennis West. I thank him for his time on the show today. Uh, Very busy man at the moment, so it was great to have him on.